You're listening to Motherhood Ignited, a podcast for mompreneurs, creatives, and influencers who are rocking the beautiful balance between working passionately and nurturing presently. I'm your host, Christy Keen, and every week I interview inspiring mom bosses, brands, and industry experts to bring you the knowledge, tools, and strategies to grow your influence and business through purposeful online content creation. So come in and cozy up, mamas, and get ready to ignite your goals. Okay, guys, I will tell you what, we've talked a little bit about imposter syndrome on the podcast and on my Instagram, and I have to be honest that today I had a little bit of imposter syndrome before this interview because I am talking to Pat Flynn, and Pat is actually why this whole dream of having a podcast and starting uh, my own online entrepreneur business is a reality, and that is after I watched his really easy step-by-step YouTube tutorial on how to start. And that is why I had to reach out and get him on the show because Pat just pours his knowledge and expertise into online entrepreneurs and has been giving free advice on his podcast, his website, and his YouTube channels for Smart Passive Income for years now. And it's because of this strategy-rich content that he has created a tribe of super fans, which is, no surprise, the name of his new book due to launch on August 13th. And Pat, I am so excited you're here today because I am definitely one of your super fans and I am fangirling as we speak right now. Christy, you're amazing. Thank you. Why the imposter syndrome though? You're you're killing it. You're doing a podcast and I'm just so proud of you for for getting up uh, and and putting your voice behind here. There's no reason to feel that way. I think I think it's just a very common thing we all feel. I I feel imposter syndrome sometimes as well and I have to tell myself, "What are you like what are you talking about? Like you're amazing and and you're amazing too, Christy." Oh, well, thank you for saying that and it makes me feel a little bit better that you would get imposter syndrome, but here I am. Just, I mean, I have been somebody who has been a podcast junkie for years, and your podcast is one of the first ones I started on. And this is what you do. Like, you are the man. You have your own conferences coming up. You are a best-selling author and have just such a great book coming out here soon. So it's just for somebody starting out, it means the world that somebody in your position would take the time to pour into to me and to this podcast. So Happy I just really appreciate it. it. I'm here to serve you and serve your audience. That's that's what's got me here today. And I'm, I'm here to continue that moving forward. So uh, I'll follow your lead, whatever I can help you guys with. Thank you. And for those who don't know, why don't you just share a little bit more about who you are and what you do, Pat? Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, I'm known now as a podcaster, blogger, YouTuber, author, keynote speaker, and that sort of thing. But I, it didn't always start out that way. Actually, I got my start after getting laid off from an architecture job that I loved in 2008. There was a recession back then. I, w- I was just a part of that statistic of somebody who lost their job during that time. And to survive, I actually got inspired, thanks to a podcast, to start my own online business. And what I did was I helped people pass an exam in the architecture space. It was called the LEED exam, L-E-E-D. And it's an exam that most people have never even heard of before. But uh, for architects, uh, this was a big pain. And I remember taking that exam and not having much information about it. It was one of the hardest exams I've ever taken. And that's really what inspired me to kind of create a resource to help people through that. And um, in a rather quickly amount of time, um, or a short amount of time, I started to become known as sort of the expert uh, on that topic. And the reason was because, number one, I had a website, and I started to post information on it all day long. 
I was probably working 12 to 16 hours a day after getting laid off on this. It wasn't an overnight success at all, and it was a lot of hard work. Um, but in addition to posting on my website, I was very active in architecture forums and just answering every single question that I could about this exam. And eventually people started to go, oh, Pat's the guy, Pat's the guy. I started to see my website linked to everywhere. I started to get everybody asking me, Pat, you should have a book come out. You should have a book come out. And by, back then I was like, no, I can't, like, I can't write a book. Like, I'm not even qualified. I didn't pass with a perfect score. Like, well, who am I to do that? But I just started to get asked so much that I then, um, you know, mustered up the courage to spend about a month uh, taking all my notes and putting them into a study guide, selling them on my website at greenexamacademy.com. And then the rest is history. It just did so well. I made that first month I made, uh, so this is the, in late 2008, um, this PDF file that I sold for $19 made $7,908.55. And it just completely blew me away. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is actually real and it can happen. This was, this was, this opportunity was here the whole time and I didn't know, like, thank God I got laid off. And then I just stepped full <laughs> force into building that business. And then I had a lot of people ask me how I did that and how I built it and what I would do differently. And that's when I started smartpassiveincome.com, which is where most people know me from now. And uh, what I'm known for. And, and that's where I share anything and everything I learn about business. And uh, that includes how much money I'm making, where it's all coming from, and what I'm doing wrong. And I think that uh, since doing that in 2008, I've sort of become known as this leader in the space of entrepreneurship and showing people that you can legit do it in a, in a way where you can be the nice guy and win. And you can sell and serve at the same time. And, and that's, that's kind of what I'm here to teach others to do, use their super, superpowers to help serve others. And uh, that's really a lot of what uh, is involved in my new book, Superfans, to help you find your tribe of superfans who will be there to support you and, uh, and, and, and love you and care for you and, and spread your message for you. Because I think you know a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners today are so focused on the vanity metrics, thanks to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, email, Hey, let's get more numbers, more followers, more subscribers. Yay. And you know, that's kind of cool. But what happens when those people come to your website? Well, they're going to have the same experience as everybody else, unless you focus on those magical moments for them on your website, in your brand, in the community to help them want to become those raving fans who will continue to come back for you over time. And that, that's, what's going to help you succeed in the future as it gets harder and harder to reach people is your community, your tribe, your super fans. And, and that's, that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm here to spread that message. And I love that. And I think that it's so important. I've, the more that I talk to people through this podcast and learn what is working for them and what's making them feel more fulfilled in being in this space of being an entrepreneur, a creator, or an influencer is until they're doing something to help others or pour their knowledge insight into others, it starts to feel really empty. So I just feel like there's so much growth and beauty and be being able to share. And the fact that you share how to monetize that whole thing is so important, especially to, you know, most of the listeners tuning in here are moms. And the idea of smart passive income is, you know, it sounds like a dream. It sounds too good to be true. And you really, like you said, just do such a great job or just the you're the expert in that space. Thank you. And, and the passive part of it is the last step. I, I don't want people to think that you can come up with an idea and then tomorrow it'll be all automated. And, you know, thing, first of all, nothing is 100% passive. Even real estate, even the stock market stuff, you still need to manage those portfolios. You still need to get new tenants coming in when an, when an old tenant moves out, that sort of stuff. Nothing is 100% passive. But you can create a flexible lifestyle using businesses to help you. Because, for example, my Green Exam Academy website that helps people pass that exam, 
people come to the website, they find a product that would help them and they buy it and it gets delivered to them automatically via email. And I don't have to be involved in that. I'm just involved in making sure everything's up to date and everything is working and, and that's it. But I can serve people in an automated way. And it wasn't like that at first. Remember, I was doing like 12, 16 hours a day for several months to become known in that space and to provide for that uh, that audience. And like you said, it always comes down to serving others. And whenever I, I coach anybody through a, a process of, of building a business, it's okay. Who are you looking to serve? And what are their problems? That's what it starts with. A lot of people come to me and they go, hey, Pat, I don't know, should I do a podcast first or should I do an ebook or should I create an online course? I'm like, that's the wrong question to ask right now. Like you need to know what the problems are. Then you can determine, okay, is an ebook the best way to solve that problem? Is it an online course? Is it gonna be coaching? Is it accountability? Is it a community? What is it? But it doesn't, you won't know that answer until you figure out who it is that you're helping and what their pain points are. And exactly. One, and, and, I, and I think one big pain point that I know for my audience is working passionately and nurturing presently. I recently saw that you were in Hawaii with your family and you were doing all this fun stuff. And you always I see that in your Instagram stories and stuff, you include your son in a lot of your business adventures. And I mean, I feel like smart passive income has just made that just everything you've done has made that so possible for you. So I just think really your message helps the pain point of my audience here. And I would love to hear how that has made you be able to be more present as a father as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, having a business that uh, runs for you versus you always having to run the business allows you to have flexibility. It allows you to spend more time doing other things, whether that's creating new businesses or spending more time with family. And that's something that's very important to me. But you don't have to wait till passive income comes in for you to do that and to have those moments that uh, are special with your family and, and, and have that flexibility. I think a lot of it comes with, okay, where are you going to optimize your time? Where's your focus? Where's your priority? And how are you scheduling? And, and I think especially with entrepreneurs who are starting something new and also have a family to raise, it, it, like those lines get blurred every once in a while. And I think you have to be very diligent up front with this is the time of the day that I'm going to focus on this. And then this is the time of the day that I'm, I'm going to focus on that. And a lot of times it's, it's earlier in the mornings before the kids get up. I know this is when a lot, when I wrote my book, Will It Fly was in the morning before uh, the kids got up because that was the only time I had available to do that. But the nice thing about that was, you know, I'd wake up and I had me time and I had very productive hours uh, or an hour sometimes um, before the kids got up. And when the kids got up, that was my that was my time limit for the day. And it really got me to focus on, OK, well, if I'm going to only have an hour to write today, what am I going to write about? And I really need to, to, to dig down and do it. So prioritization is really important uh, when it comes to what it is that you do and, and what it is that you focus on and when. And I think you know, involving the kids in the business is something that has been really fun for me um, because my kids seem to be interested in it. If they weren't, then I wouldn't get them involved. But just introducing them to things that I do so that they can see what it's like and see what other options they might have and get behind the microphone. Like I have a podcast with my son called All of Your Beeswax where he comes home from school, we record a podcast together and we just happen to share that online, but it's a great bonding experience and it gets him to know, okay, when, when I'm running a podcast, uh, he knows exactly what that's like because he has his own which is really cool. And for me, like I remember when my parents uh, were raising me when I was a kid, uh, work to me was a thing that took them away, right? Like I was coming home from school and I was all alone until 5 p.m. when both my mom and my dad would come home from work. And work was something that took my parents away from me. For me, I want work to be something that brings us closer together. 
And so, you know, getting them involved, bringing them in the office, having them listen in when I do a podcast, they're not listening right now, by the way, it's just you and me. But, um, <laughs> you know, if they want to play with the knobs, I'll let them play with the knobs. I'm not like, don't touch that. I'm like, hey, do you want to touch this? Look at what this knob does. It, it makes your voice lower. It makes your voice higher. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, okay. So they're learning by touching and doing and, and just seeing what I'm involved with, uh, with. And now my son's at an age where he can travel with me. So he's come on some travels with me when I've spoken on stage before. And I've even invited him on stage to come with me. Uh, he was on stage in front of, uh, was it three, no, 2,000 people last year in Philadelphia when we announced our new podcast together, All of Your Beeswax. And uh, we had like matching outfits on. It was really cute. And he, he had a good time. And, and he's learning to be comfortable on stage in front of people, which is an amazing life skill, um, you know, and to, to put your voice out there and to, to, to understand what you're good at, what you're not good at, to connect with others, to present ideas, to learn from failures. These are all the things that like I want to share with my kids so that they can, through their life, uh, follow my lead. Um, and it's not about being perfect. It's not about uh, knowing all the right answers. It's about figuring things out, right? And that's what it's like as a parent. You're just kind of figuring it out. And that's the same thing about entrepreneurship. You're figuring it out. You don't have to be perfect. And those are the lessons that I want to teach my kids. And, and I always try to do that through example. Mm, and I feel like that speaks to me so much right now, just as somebody starting out and just being in the throes of really small children who don't quite understand yet, but just knowing what the bigger picture could mean and, you know, how this can influence them down the road. And I know a lot of listeners will just feel really inspired and motivated to keep pressing on as a parent and knowing it is possible. And I love that you're just able to blend the two together. So in such a fun way for your kids, I'm sure. I mean, being on the beach in Hawaii with you trying out new gear probably wasn't too terrible for your kiddos. <laughs> you this saw last that Instagram week. photo of us. Yeah, <laughs> I we, did. I did. <laughs> we recorded a podcast episode together uh, in Hawaii on vacation, but I took some uh, travel podcasting gear with me to test out, and he was my test subject, and and so that was a lot of fun to get him involved. And he, I was telling him the whole thing. I'm like, hey, check out these. Road adapters, this plugs into the iPhone and allows us to have two microphone inputs. And, you know, then I played him the file after to show him the quality, like all this stuff he's just really interested in. So as long as he's still interested, I'm going gonna, gonna to pour my heart and soul into giving him more of it. Um, but yeah, how old are your kids, Christy? So my oldest is almost four. And then my middle one, it should be two in Super August. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm due with my third in about two or three weeks here. Oh, so. congratulations. Thank you. That's yeah. Awesome. So it is, um, I am that, in the throes of it right ages, now. <laughs> and that's a rough, that's a rough time for parents. I know. So, um, yeah, the, the cool thing about the four-year-old though, is if, if, if you put her behind the microphone and have them listen to themselves, you don't have to publish it, but it's like the most amazing thing in the world to have them hear themselves like on a mic. Oh yeah. Just, she would probably love that. I don't oh know gosh, why like, I haven't had her do that yet. It's the funnest thing. And they, they just start to be blown away by that's my voice. And they start to laugh. It's just really cool. And, and even that, like at a young age, getting them to just do the same things that you do, it's kind of cool. And even though they don't understand it, it's like, Hey, this is, this thing makes my voice come out of the computer. That's awesome. Your son, I was just thinking about something when you were saying that, like, I would love for him to just I would love to be a fly on his wall or hear how you you explain it to him. Like if he could do notes for me on what daddy Pat Flynn says to do and dumb it down in the words of a child, I think like I would love that. Like I just want to know how he sees it. It's so cool. <laughs> Probably be a lot of like idioms and stuff. I, <laughs> I maybe go a little over to the top with like quotables. 
in in real life with my kids. I like, love it. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. <laughs> Did you hey. think you could do that? No, I didn't believe I could. Well, that's why it didn't happen. Oh, oh my gosh, okay. I love it. <laughs> How old is he now? He's nine. Nine. He's probably like the this is the smartest schoolest kid in school. I love it. Uh, he's 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 a he's a ball of fire. I love <laughs> And I'm really excited to dive into your new book, Super Fans, because I really love the messaging behind the title. And I really quickly just want to read an excerpt that I saw on the Amazon description, which was: Followers may like an Instagram post, customers may buy a product, but super fans will be your biggest supporters, and they will promote you and your products because they know you have made a difference in their lives, and they will tell their friends. And I just thought that that was so powerful. I would just love to hear, to switch gears a little bit and hear about your inspiration for this book and who it's for and why you wrote it. Well, thank you for that. And and if you look at the cover, you'll see that messaging in the cover and mm-hmm. the way it's designed as well. It says followers, but it's crossed out. Subscribers crossed out. Readers, it's crossed out. And big and bold is, is super fans. And there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of inspiration behind this book. This was actually a presentation that I've been doing for years that uh, finally everybody was just like, this is so like this is so needed right now to hear this message. Like you have to turn it into a book so more people can get their hands on it. And um, it's definitely been my most popular presentation. So it was actually like verified and tested through stage work, which is which is really interesting. I've never done something like that before. But uh, it's definitely inspired by Kevin Kelly, who wrote an article called A Thousand True Fans. And his thesis in, in that essay that was written in 2007 was basically, you know, if you want to create something that can support your life, like, and, and you want to build and you want to create, you don't have to create something that is a blockbuster hit. And I think that when people are starting businesses of all kinds, we, we want to build the next Uber, we want to build the next fidget spinner, something that everybody in the world will use, right? Because that's what we see in the, the news and that's what will make us a millionaire and whatever. But Kevin says, no, what if you just had a thousand true fans, like who truly care about your art, your creation, your work, your service, your coaching, whatever, just a thousand true fans. If you only had a thousand true fans and they paid you, for example, for your art, your creation, your work, your service, coaching, whatever, a hundred dollars a year, that's less than $10 a month. A lot of us pay more than $100 a month for things that we don't even use. $100 a year, that's a low end. That's a six-figure business right there. And if you want to bring that number to even more of something that you could realize, it's, 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 that's, less than a, that's a fan a day for less than three years. Mm. So if, if you can focus on the experience of building a fan for just one fan a day for less than three years, you're going to have those thousand true fans who are going to then support you and, and advocate for you and be your ambassador, who are going to defend you from all the trolls that are out there, who will love you, who will watch every single video, who will make sure they open every single email, those kinds of people. And so Kevin Kelly really inspired me with that. And that's what really helped me focus on this niche of architecture and realizing that I could create something special in such a small space, but there's no how-to in it. Superfans is the how-to. It's okay, the, the moment a person finds you, how can you get them to, to realize that you're the person that they need to dig deeper with? How do they go deeper into your stuff? How do they become a subscriber after that? So I talk about a number of different strategies for the moment a person finds you, how can you activate them from the language that you use to the small wins that you offer them to putting more of yourself out there, that personality, because people want to connect with other people. And then from there, turning them into a member of the community because a fan isn't created overnight. They're created because of the other people they're surrounded with who are just like them. 
So creating uh, communities online and making them feel like they're a part of something, making them feel like they belong, which is just a human necessity. And that's how you can start to get people to, to become a super fan. And, and, and there's some little nudges that you can do on the top end where, for example, just a little bit of personal touch goes a very, very long way. So for example, I mean, we all have access to Instagram and Twitter and, and, and these tools that allow us to send videos to people. But how many videos are we actually sending to people? No, we're always using text, right? Mm -hmm. So we can send, for example, to one of our customers or our brand new subscriber, just a really quick message saying, hey, thank you for being a subscriber. You're amazing. If you need anything, let me know. That's going to blow their minds and it'll only take a, a few seconds, but it's because you're go it's because they're getting that little personal touch. And you don't need to do this very often to have such an amazing impact. And this book is just chock full of examples of ways you can provide magical moments, like kind of like Disney-like moments, no matter what kind of business you have. And um, what really started this was back in my architecture website days, there was a woman named Jackie who emailed me, who took my, um, who, who downloaded my exam guide and passed the test. She sent me an email. She was so thankful that she passed this test and, and for my for my help. She was like, I want to take your family out to dinner. Like, you're amazing. And at the end of the email, she's like, and I want to let you know I'm a huge fan. And I'm like, I understand how you could be a fan of somebody who just helped you pass an exam. Like, I can understand being a fan of, like, a movie or a musician or an athlete, but, like, I just helped you pass an exam. But then I, re I saw, like, within the next couple months, there were, like, 30 new customers from the same firm that she worked at. And I found out that she had apparently – told every single person in her firm to buy my guide also. This one person, Jackie, accounted for 30 additional new customers who, you know, some of them probably shared it with some of their friends or family, whatever. But like, we don't need that many Jackies to have an amazing impact on, on, on our business and our life and to create that passive income because those people are going to market for you. And then you don't have to worry about the search engine optimization or the copywriting or you know, all these other things that people are focusing on to bring new people in, you can focus on the experiences that people have once they're in. And even if it's just for a few, they're going to bring new people in for you at a much warmer level. And it's going to grow your business uh, in a much more fun way too. And that, that's what Superfans is about. I love that you shared the tip about sharing a personal touch because it's, it's such, such a little thing that you can do that I know I always will on Instagram when people message me, I try to get back to all of the DMs, but that's kind of my space for a community right now. But I just love sending a voicemail back, which is so easy these days. But when people hear your voice, even they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that is you on the other end there and that you just sent me this. And I'm like, well, of course, like, I don't know, of course. And I'm just happy they're here. So I think that's a great, just a small tip that anybody can start doing right now to really start being more personal with the people that are showing up for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I wish I could keep going with like the hundreds of different tips that are in here that can help you serve your better audience. But that, but again, going back to the business and success, that's what it's all about. And it doesn't matter. I mean, the, the beauty of this is it doesn't take a lot of time either. It just takes some thought process, some, some, some thinking, some purposeful thinking. Mm -hmm. And if you're struggling with time, like this is what's going to help you grow faster rather than the six months you have to wait until that SEO strategy that you implemented was going to work or not, mm -hmm. or that ad campaign that, you know, may flop. This is guaranteed to work. It's guaranteed if you do it right and you pick the strategies that work for you and the way that you want to build your brand. Um, I'm just so excited to get this out there because it's been, it's been sitting in me for, for years and it's been on stage a couple of times 
it's about time everybody learns the right way to, to grow a business today. Yeah, and, and I am really excited about it. And I have been listening to hear, I think if you pre-order that you, do you still get the free audiobook right now if you pre-order? Yeah, if you pre-order before August 13th, thank okay. you for allowing me to share this, Christy. If you pre-order before August 13th and you submit your receipt at yoursuperfans.com, uh, you're going to get the audiobook for free um, that week when it comes out. That's awesome because I'm an audio junkie. Like I, I'm on – I'm listening to a podcast or I am listening to Audible or, you know, a, a books on tape. I, a books on tape, do people still even – yeah. say that is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> if you're at Cracker Barrel and you pick one up on a road trip but <laughs> I mean that's how I consume content and I think as a lot of busy parents it's just a great way to consume content so I just thought that was whenever I, I heard you mention that on your podcast I thought that was a great um, promotion I wanted to make sure I shared it and I did have Thank a question you. real fast about does anybody ever I recently changed the podcast name when I when I first re- reached out to you it was the Mommy Influencer podcast and the word mm-hmm. influencer was so polarizing and it's just a word and and the way I feel about it is if you're purposeful and if you're intentional about what you do then I think it's not an icky thing but people just have these certain emotions attached yeah. to words sometimes and so I know followers can be a trigger for people but mm-hmm. how does the how does the word super fans have you, how do you feel like smaller people who are growing their following respond to that? Cause I know for little old me, I'm like, I don't think anybody, like you said, it's hard to imagine anybody being a fan of you, I guess. How can you switch your mindset for that? Yeah. I, I think, you know, thinking about it as a, as a hardcore supporter, you know, somebody who truly believes in what you do and doesn't mind sharing that with others. That's, that's really what it's about. Definitely influencers getting a negative connotation, especially after a lot of, media and, and and the fire festival stuff and how much influencers had a, a negative influence on that mm-hmm. and and you know back in the day you 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 would want to be influenced by people because that's like your mentors are influencing you right and that's how we used it but now influencer almost comes across as like i am sort of tricking you or using my power for my own advantage you know mm-hmm. that, that kind of stuff versus, you know, serving others and, and, and getting support for the service that you do. And that, that's really what it's about. So Superfan, you know, hopefully it, 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 it adds a bright color to what a person uh, at any level in any business could achieve. And I think that um, it's available for anybody to, to, to grab. It's just, um, you know, it's, it's about that experience. I mean, you, you get to basically define it yourself with the business that you create. And hopefully that becomes a positive connotation for the kinds of people that you have in the culture that you sort of offer your audience. I love it. And I think just like you said, when you see the cover of the book, just seeing the word followers crossed out and then seeing the word super fans, I just immediately thought of a community. And so I'm just really eager to dive into it myself. And I'm excited that you came on to share that today. Thank you, Christy. Thank you, everybody. I hope you pick up the book and, and enjoy it and, and use it. Great. And I just, I'd like to end the podcast with just a few rapid fire questions. They're real quick. First thing that comes to mind, but speaking of the word influencer, I like to find out what big thought leaders influence that they're most proud of. So what kind of influence am I most proud of? Yeah. So like for me, my influence that I'm most proud of is spreading hearing loss awareness because I have a deaf Mm -hmm. child. Like I think that can't be icky if that's one of my big messages. So I just like to hear what you as an influencer are most proud of that you influence. I mean, for me, it's it's allowing for parents to realize that their kids 
can, are, are massively influenced by by their choices, um, and 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 to help parents realize that they need to be leading by example. I mean, I want the rest of my life to be dedicated to putting entrepreneurship into schools and having kids realize that they have options and that they have superpowers themselves that could be used for good and and, and spreading good in the world. And you know, my my biggest uh, sort of influence that that I'm excited is is the way that you know parents can yes, grow a business and be successful, but also be present as a parent at the same time. And I think, I think that's so important because, I mean, honestly, it's more important to be present with your kids because they're going to grow up. And with business, you can fail, you can make more money again later, you can start new businesses later, but with your kids, you only kind of get one chance. And so that's why I think it's, it's great that I'm seemingly having an influence on uh, entrepreneurs who are parents who really want to make sure that they're also there for their kids at the same time. Yes. And we're so aligned there. And I, I know I have been such, been so positively influenced by you in that way. Thank you. And in general, how much time do you spend on social media? I know you probably have a pretty big team behind you with all you do. Yeah. I mean, on social, to be quite honest, um, not very much time. Uh, I would say max 15 minutes a day. It's, it's scheduled in my calendar. I don't, I don't, I don't do any more than that. I hope to be there one day. That sounds that sounds lovely, actually. Thanks. Is there a mistake you've made in this space you would go back and change? Um, I would uh, start my email list sooner, and I would hire sooner. Very smart. Smart answer. And um, just your biggest advice for somebody starting from zero. Uh, it's not going to be perfect at all. You, you have to make mistakes to, to move forward. So get to those mistakes faster. Um, and the more you wait, the you know, the, the more you wait, the more somebody who could actually use your help has to wait for you. I love that. And to wrap up, just tell people where they can find you, Pat. Uh, you could find me at smartpassiveincome.com or Pat Flynn on most social media channels and YouTube. And of course, uh, make sure you submit your receipt for superfans at yoursuperfans.com. I can't wait. Well, thank you so much again. I, I'm just thrilled that you would take the time to come on my newbie podcast here. And I hope that we can stay connected and sure. do more together soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great day, Pat. Bye. So guys, I am still pretty much fangirling over getting to interview Pat Flynn today, the genius behind Smart Passive Income. And I cannot wait to pick up his new book, Super Fans. Again, if you pre-order before August 13th, I will link it all in the show notes for you there, but you have access to the audiobook for free, which is such a great promotion. And I hope that you guys dive a little bit more into Smart Passive Income and just what it can do to bless your life as a mom who's trying to uh, balance working and nurturing and doing all of the things. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. I also love when you screenshot the podcast episodes and share them over on Instagram and tag me at Christy Keen Can. And I love to reshare those and just help spread the word. And don't forget, we can continue the conversation over on Facebook in the MIP Insiders Group. That's MIP Insiders Group on Facebook. And I can't wait to get to know you guys a little bit better. Bye.